You started? Yes. Welcome back to the What the Derf Show. This is episode number seven. I'm What the Derf. And uh, she is uh, the, other lo- the other lovely voice you're going to hear on the mic, actually in your earpiece, possibly your AirPods, is O.Noemi. Noemi. It is, is Noemi. Me. What is that? <laughs> I thought it was still that clapping thing. No, they there's, all no, there's, at no me. there's no clapping. They laughed because you spelled your name wrong. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, I was listening to some oldies and oldies, you know, the just my imagination running away with me. I like that song. Okay, it's cool, right? It's cool. There's another one by, uh, I believe, The Shy Lights. The Shy Lights. Mm. I don't even know if you can talk about stuff like this on recordings, but I don't think yeah, we have enough listeners can, to care. You so can critique. Yeah, it's fine. We're doing well on the listeners, though, everyone who is listening. I believe the IP address, um, I don't know what it's called. The, the listeners via IP address is pushing 150, and mm-hmm. that's in a month, five weeks. We're already at 150 listeners. I was listening to that song about the Starlights. It's, I believe it's called Have You Seen Her? It's a nice little hook in the middle. It goes, have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Why, oh, why did you have to leave and go away? I know people already knew the song, but I just wanted to sing it because I know that I can hit those notes. And there's that. But the beginning of the song, <laughs> the beginning of the song goes, one month ago today. I was happy as a lark. First of all, okay, you're going to see, I went from my uh, walks to the movies, maybe to the park. He only, he, he probably got a dictionary because I assume there's no Google in the 50s or 60s when the song was written. And he's like, what bird rhymes with park? Because you know dang well that at the park, just pigeons and crows. Mm-hmm. All right. He's I was happy as a lark. And, and homie never seen no dang lark before. <laughs> now... He says, one month ago today, I was happy as a lark. I used to go for walks to the movies, maybe to the park. I have a seat on the same old bench to watch the children play. To to watch the children play. It's just you by yourself, dude. Broken hearted or not. It's not a good look in 2021. What do you think about that lyric, the lyric so far? Doesn't get any better. Creepy. All right. <laughs> I'd have a seat on the same old bench to watch the children play. They laugh, tell a few jokes, still doesn't ease my pain. They'd all gather around me and seem to know my name. Yeah. It's already too creepy. I don't like it. I can't like it. It is what it is. All right. So we're going to get into this. We're going to get some more segments in this 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 uh, episode. I believe we have. We're going to take away one segment from the last episode. And we're going to get into another one called I Can't Like It. And that's going to be in the future. We're also going to do another uh, deal breakers segment. And it's going to be Noemi talking to me. And yeah, yeah. where are we at now, Noemi? What is next? I did that thing. It's written here. And I was laughing because that's, <laughs> you know, I told you that you start off the, the episode so organically. Like you're just doing something random. <laughs> we just start. And I'm always confused for like the first five minutes. Yeah, the beginning of the episodes are never written. It's just she does the silent three, I am, two, one, go. Like that. She does that in a couple of the episodes. And I just start talking and she's looking at me like, are we started? Is, is this how you want to start it? I am, I am a person of, of structure, order. order. And if there's none, I I can live. I could be out of control, <laughs> <laughs> but I get confused, and then and then I and then I could go into the flow of it once okay. it starts. Once she can, that's why I rant a lot because that's that's me out of control. Yes. Yeah. If it's but not structured, I'm ranting. She has to catch when um, the moments that I am serious, <laughs> seriously saying like this is this is part of it. This is part of it. We're, we're live. We're okay. live. But. Yeah. You know what we're thinking about today? Because, you know, this this podcast, 
there's a couple episodes where we mentioned that Noemi is diagnosed with ADHD and I have self-diagnosed ADHD. Diagnosed. Um, and we were talking about it today on our cellular phones about how, what was it? How we just randomly think of stuff? No, it's because I said something. I don't know what I said. And then I said a quote of a show. And then it brought back a memory from when I was a kid. There was a word you and used I was, for it, though. I was laughing uncontrollably. Oh, I we said have. It, go ahead. I said go it. Ahead. <laughs> sorry. I said by um, the memories in my archives. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and it, it popped up from the archives. And it, it happens to me all the time where I'm just I'm just sitting there driving along because I commute to to church. Really, I, go, I commute from my home to church, which is about thirty minutes. And I'll be driving along and just random stuff will pop in my head that provokes some sort of random noise sometimes. And and no one knows about this. And you don't tell anybody about this because you're going to be self-conscious about it. But sometimes I'll be driving and you just got to let out a, just a weird noise because of a memory that pops up. What 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 are some recurring memories that, that happen to you? Okay. Well, I have one. One specific that. Thing. It keeps popping up because I work at a school. Okay. And so the kids, I see, I hear the little, the, the kinder class um, singing their ABCs. And every time I hear the ABCs or I sing the ABCs, I remember when I was in kindergarten, I'm the youngest of four kids. And my siblings are not a lot older than me. Uh, but the closest one in age with me is three years older than me. And then it's my sister, Ruth, who is five old, five years older. And then my brother, who's seven years older. So by the time I went to kindergarten, I knew my ABCs. I knew how to count. I knew how to speak English and Spanish. And I knew all these things. And my teacher, my kindergarten teacher, she, she was teaching the kids the ABCs, but I already knew it. And when we when it came to the end to sing, now I know my ABCs, she wouldn't let me say that. Why? She would make all of us say, now I said my ABCs because we didn't technically know our ABCs. But you knew it. And it would make me so mad. Oh, that because was a little that's fiber. not the way you learned. Right. Yeah. It would bug me because I'm like, no, that's not what it says. It says, now I know my ABCs. And I was so triggered as a little five-year-old in my kindergarten class. So she's saying, I, now I said it as in like, this is past tense. We just said our ABCs as opposed to I know it because you don't know it even though you just said it. So you do know it because you finished it. Right. But so, you got to the end of it, so she says, now I said so, it. Since she knew the kids don't know their ABCs and they would fumble it. But I was like, dude, I know my ABCs. So I think I could say it. What was her name so I could block her on Facebook? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Oh, I remember her name. Don't don't put her boss. It's okay. No, no, no. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to say her actual name. But me and my five-year-old. But head. it rhymes with Karen. No, no, no. I thought her name was Salami. It's, <laughs> it, it wasn't. I'll tell you the actual name later. But in my head, it was Salami. It's funny how uh, my go-to memory has to do with kindergarten as well. Really? And I'll name drop this guy because no one's ever going to know his, know him or look be able to look him up. His name was Bobby White, and I'll be driving, I'll be I'll be hammering and hammering in a nail, you what? know, working on some forms. I'll be building a structure, maybe on top of a roof, maybe screwing in some tin screws into the 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 trusses that I just put up. Maybe mm-hmm. laying down some cinder block, you know, or maybe even just going number two. A nice leisurely number two where I kind of take my time, possibly on the clock at work, so I'm still getting paid. Uh-huh. And this random thought will pop into my head. I have no idea why I said all those scenarios. I'm so confused. Wait, hold on. This, these hold are the moments up. where this scenario comes in my head and Noemi says, hold up, even though the, even though the people are waiting. Okay, like you just said go. all that rant. Go. So, you said not to put my teacher on blast, but you're going to say his whole name? Bobby White. I I want everyone to block him on Facebook. But there's so many there's so many Bobby Whites mm-hmm. and it was in San Jose. And it is what it is. So the scenario is that I'll randomly think of this is I lost a tooth. All right? As I lost a tooth. 5-year-old too. Mm-hmm. As a 5-year-old. Right. And I go to school. Hey. Hey, hey Bobby. <laughs> I lost tooth and then the tooth fairy came and and gave, gave me some money. Huh? That's pretty cool. And then Bobby White comes to the party. 
Yeah, how how much money is that? How much money is that the tooth fairy <laughs> give you for your for your tooth, Fred? He got he got me fifty cents, fifty cents because it was a silver tooth, and my mom says my mom says the sil- the silver tooths aren't to the tooth fairy's likings, so they just left fifty cents. And then Bobby White goes, uh, that, that, that's that's not that kind of sucks for you, man, because I got twenty dollars." And that moment right there, that moment right there, so many thoughts crossed my mind. So many thoughts crossed my mind. But the main one that stuck all throughout my childhood was. And through your adulthood. First of all, Tooth Fairy is probably not real. And second of all, I'm pretty sure my family's poor. Oh. <laughs> Realized this at, at five years old. We, we weren't crazy poor. We were, we were, um, I'd say on a scale of one to 10, maybe a four and a half poor. The kids didn't know it, we were poor, but you know, mom and dad are probably asking for money kind of poor. So this is what it is. You always make it take a dark turn. I might have a dark past girl. <laughs> I know. We're always, yeah. Check this out. Check this out. Growing up. It was me, my brother, my mom, and my dad in one room till I was maybe 10 years old. When I'd had sleepovers, mm-hmm. you know, I'd go sleepovers. I'd go to sleepovers at other friends' house, houses, houses. Yeah. And, you know, you go to their room. You're probably playing Super Nintendo and you fall asleep possibly on their, their floor. Or if you guys are cool, you guys go foot to face on the bed, on a twin bed. It's cool if it's two dudes as long as it's foot to face. And don't peel each other's feet. That was the rule. Don't what? Peel each other's feet. What does that mean? If you got skin hanging off your feet, you don't peel Ew. it off. <laughs> That's disgusting. I feel so I feel so <laughs> vulnerable right now. <laughs> that was a real rule growing up. Most mostly for Frankie. Frankie Ew. Roma. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Stop. I'm gonna have to put a standby sign on the screen. <laughs> I thought that was a real rule. My bad. No. I guess we were the only ones. I guess I was the only one that peeled feet. I don't know what it was. Gross. Like I said, self-diagnosed ADHD. But who? Peel feet. Yeah, moving wow. on with the foot okay. to the face. Okay. Um, but me and my brother, we slept in, the, like if we had kids sleeping over, we'd all sleep in the living room and that was just normal to us until it got pointed out by one of my friends one time. You know, mm. why don't you have a room? And yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. But, um, yeah. you know, you know what I also have uh, flashbacks of whenever I'm doing the random things and a thought will come to my head are the, are the moments that I almost died. Like legit. You have quite a bit. If you have one, you've had too many and you have a few. One of the times that I almost died, I went fishing with, um, an ex-girlfriend's brother out in Anderson Reservoir in Morgan Hill. And long story short. We're walking around. I'm walking on the street, and we're fishing. Honestly, we didn't know how to fish. You're fishing on the street? No, you, you're walking on the street to go from you know spot oh, to spot, right. and there's a big bridge on Anderson Reservoir, which honestly is pretty ghetto now. <laughs> and I'm walking, and is you know my girlfriend's brother's down, you know his his poles in the water. He's fishing. I'm going to another spot, and I'm walking and. And I don't remember why. I didn't see anything. I don't remember why. I couldn't tell you why. This is 100% a true story. I can't give you any reason why I didn't. I, I stopped in my tracks and didn't put my foot all the way down. All right. And I backed up. And logically, me thinking about it. Maybe subconsciously, maybe with my periffs, maybe instinctually, I saw something and didn't process it in my brain. Mm-hmm. Or, and I processed it in my brain, but I didn't, it didn't come to my consciousness. It didn't come to, you know, my realization. It was just in my subconscious. And I backed up. And where I was about to put my foot, there was a baby rattlesnake. Oh, my God. Yeah. Growing up, you learn that baby rattlesnakes release all their venom into you. Mm. They don't know how to gauge their venom, so they release, they drain their tank on whatever they bite. Mm. So chances of dying are more likely with the baby rattlesnake. Wow. 
And Ooh. it was weird because it looked flat. Yeah. And I and it was in the middle of a road, so I thought, oh, you know, it's ran over. And I call up um, my girlfriend's brother. I don't want to name drop him. And I go, there's a baby rattlesnake. Check this out. And he goes, it's not alive, dude. It looks flat. It looked like it got ran over. I don't know. And he puts his fishing pole above it. And right when the fishing pole goes above it, it snaps and link like it clings on to the, the tip of the, the fishing pole. Wow. It wasn't Crazy. a gradual coil or anything. It's right when it went above it. And I always look back in that oh part, that time gosh. in my life. I'm you would like, have died. And you I, guys I were know. walking? You guys, were, you guys didn't have like a car or anything? Well, we had a car, but it was in the cuts. Like it was in the mountains of Mount, Mountain View or Morgan yeah. Hill, Morgan Hill. Mm. And if I got bit by that thing, who knows what would happen? Yeah. Who or how knows? long it would take you to get like medical attention. So the chances of me dying from there, probably I'd, I'd give it, I'd give it a Freddy, a Freddy um, percentage diagnosis. I don't even know if that's the right word of 78% chance of death. If I got bit <laughs> by it and that's higher. verified by my brain. <laughs> verified by Freddy's brain. Amen. You know, what's funny is that I listen to other podcasts. Yeah. And I, I I've listened to quite a few and I, the, the ones that the, the podcast that I listen to on a regular, I can't recall any of them where they break out in, into laughter. Really? Maybe, maybe there's one by a comedian. I think it's Tiger Belly. Oh, one of them, one, the one that you showed me, they talk about fantasy football. Oh yeah. Um, fantasy footballers. Yeah. They, they, they laugh, but there's and, not, and I'm talking like, like uncontrollable Laughter. Chris D'Elia does one. Chris is. A lot of podcasts, it's, it's really funny how I feel about podcasts because when, <laughs> when you hear a celebrity podcast, all you're doing, it's hard for, for a celebrity to have a podcast for, and for me, for my liking to listen to because there'll be a celebrity. Um, one that I listen to on the reg is Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert, which is a good podcast. And it's hard for me to listen to that one because there really is, he's getting actors on there these names on there and you learn about them and to me it just doesn't really feel like there's anything real on there okay and at, at some point like they like you know the information the exact information they want you to know kind of because they're, they're obviously promoting something for the most part when they, they get on the show right and then you get into the background of acting and this and that and there are very few people where you hear the background and you're just like, well, okay, I can relate to that. Or they had a rough time or there's mental illness. But for the most part, the person that holds the podcast and has people on there, they're always talking about the same thing. They'll be in conversation with the new celebrity, but then they have the same references from their childhood. Mm. For a celebrity, it's like, I remember when I was on the set of this. And it's like, okay, we know you're on the set of this, but he needs to bring that up or she needs to bring that up to relate to that person that they have on there. I have no idea why I talked about all that. But it, it was just, for me, when somebody says, hey, Fred, what's this podcast about? It's just it's just a podcast. That's like, for, to me, when you ask me that, that's like asking me before we even have a conversation. So, so what do you want to talk about? So what, what do you want to talk about? You just talk, bro. You just talk. Whatever comes out of your mouth from your brain, let it happen. And if you're not vibing, then you move along. So there's no rules to a podcast. Mm. And that came up to a very lovely saying that Miss Odot Noemi came up with and Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and live it, give it a B. Give it a B and, and give me that quote. Okay. Noemi, let's get it. There's no rules, just vibes. Pretty sure that sound doesn't match that, but it is what it is. That was my mellow voice. She's just, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't very convincing. <laughs> well, you that can, was. You just go, there's no rules, just vibes. I like can't that. do that. There's no rules, just vibes. No, because it, it doesn't go with the saying, though. Yeah, I don't know. Vibing. I, I like. Uh, I don't live by the rules. Every time I, every time I'm on the radio, the car by myself, and I hear the radio because I listen to the radio <laughs> work, I'll try to I'll repeat the the guys on 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 the station saying the station. One oh five one, the blaze rocks. Yeah or no? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds exactly like it. The blaze. The blaze. All right, segment segment transition. We're gonna get into a segment called. Why are you talking so deep? 
I can't like it. I can't like it. It's called I can't like it. I say that all the time because of you. And I say it because of a girl I used to work with at Starbucks. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. there it's you great. go. It's a great saying. Instead of I don't like it, it's I can't like it. This is Noemi's segment, so I'll go ahead and let her take this one. Okay. So this first one for me, I just can't like it. And this happened to me today with tortillas. Um, this is actual tortillas that you eat. Can okay. be any kind. Specifically, though, tortillas de harina, which is flour tortillas. Okay, I was going to say, explain it for the coconuts and the white people. Right. Me being coconut and most likely white. Right. Flour tortillas. Okay, cool. So when you first make them, like my mom made me breakfast burritos. And you don't, this is, I can't like it. This is. This is the I can't like it. Okay, go for it. Uh, the breakfast burritos. Um, in the morning, she makes them the tortillas, and you know when you when you make when you heat up the tortilla, you put the egg in it with the chorizo and everything. You roll it up, and you eat it. It's like the best thing ever. Okay. But when you roll it up in some foil or some like a to go box, and you let it get like kind of cold, and you mm-hmm. try to eat it. The tortilla, the texture is almost rubbery. Yeah. I hate it. I can't like it. So you just don't, that's a textured thing if you don't eat it right away. I can't like it. And then if you, <laughs> and then, and then when you do that and it, you, it it's, it's the, blah, 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 blah. when it's sitting in the foil too long, the ends get hard. I can't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's number one. And we're going to transition to me. And one of the, I can't like it's for me is customers at Starbucks because in conversation the other day, Noemi and I were trying to talk about how we're going to reference Starbucks. And Starbucks has about uh, five, six years of my life. So I, I actually told him, every time that you talk about when you used to work at Starbucks, I feel like the conversation on your end should start like back in Nam. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, worked there, in Nam. I worked there two different you know, you know, times. So we're going to say, I did two tours and <laughs> at the Bucks. <laughs> that was so I, did, I did two tours at the Bucks. And in both tours at the Bucks, when people would take their, take their passion a little too seriously whenever something got wrong on a drink, whenever something was wrong with the drink, and, and stuff would, would explode and people would overreact, I can't like it. I, it's just coffee. It's just coffee it's just bean water it's dirty bean water you, oh you know where i got that from hmm. jenna goins she said it's just dirty bean water it's dirty water she doesn't jenna goins it's jenny goins i know i said jenna oh, you can't not say jenny without saying it like forrest gump she probably heard that all her life <laughs> yeah maybe you know um yeah we'll just yeah, that we'll bean just keep water. it at that because i can water. go i can go to go through starbucks all, All right, day. my next one and my last one. This involves you, Freddie. Okay, shoot. When he says sorry, and I'll explain why. You specifically, Freddie the Jet Rodriguez, <laughs> I can't like it because his sorry, unless, I mean, you're, you've never really had to apologize to me for real for anything but um usually when you say you're sorry you're sorry actually sounds like deal with it no really yes so so (laughs) this is a uh, this isn't an actual thing that he's that uh, an actual scenario i'm just making one up hypothetical hypothetical so let's say i invite uh freddie to my birthday party yeah it's probably gonna be lit i say dude my mom's making pozole. Okay. My tia's making the salsas. Mm. There's going to be some tacos too. <laughs> and some fresh aguas. <gasps> and he says, well, I don't want to go because I don't feel like peopling today. Oh, yeah. I'll say something like that. Right. That's Which would be fine. And I'm okay. like, oh, okay. To me, I don't need an apology. He knows I don't All need right. an apology. Yeah. But I said, oh, too bad. You can't go. And he goes, Sorry. That's the that's the exact way that he said sorry, and I can't like it because it sounds like deal with it. Well, to me, oh, I can't. 
it it just feels like, m- like more it. okay so i've been i went to counseling i went to counseling and in three years of counseling i learned that it's just better to say what you really feel and the people that can't handle your um pretty much emotions uh-huh. your vibe yeah your liking your energy mm-hmm. then you probably want to kind of limit your energy towards them right so if it's there would be times when I say, you know what, I just I really don't feel like doing it. Even if it's Thanksgiving, even you just see all the anxiety that people get for Thanksgiving, especially people with split families. Mm-hmm. I got to go to my mom's house and I got to go to my dad's house because they got divorced. And I got to go to my girl's mom's house and my girl's dad's house because they got divorced. I got to go to my. It's just it's just too much. What's the point? Just to say that you went. Mm-hmm. Who's it for? Really? You know, You're getting into something else, though. I'm, well, I'm just saying that when it comes to my vibes and me saying I don't, I don't feel like peopling today. People don't take that the right way, so I feel an obligation to just be like, sorry, you know. But I think you're right because I really am not sorry. Yeah, the way you—it's the way you say it because you know how I told you yesterday. I hate, I hate. No, I don't hate it. I can't like it. You can't like when it. you apologize, even though there's no need for an apology yep. because you usually don't mean it and you usually sound like deal with it. I don't Very know. Much. I don't know what it was yesterday that you said it again. Sorry. It was probably like, just, oh. It was probably something, but it is what it is. I can't like it. Go. All right. I think I messed up on the flow of this because I was supposed, it was going to be three, two. I was supposed to do one. She does one. I do another one. She does one. And I go back to me. But it's just going to be me being me back to back right now because she yeah, doesn't have any more. I can't like two. it. So I can't like it. The first one's the second one for me, but the first out of two that I'm going to say right now is pretty simple. I can't like it when it comes to breakfast interrogations when you go out to Waffle House, Denny's, um, Black Bear Diner, Mm -hmm. and you just want, hey, hey, how about for you, sir? What would you like? I just want a Diet Coke. What about to eat? I'll just get the country fried steak and eggs. How do you want your eggs? Over medium. What about country potatoes or hash browns? Hash browns, but can, can you do them extra crispy? Biscuit, to- uh, toast, pancakes, or this or that. And so I just take a biscuit. Do you want biscuits and gravy for a dollar more? Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and it's just it's just too much. They have to ask There's just so many specifics. Would you like your spoon on the plate or on the side? Yeah. <laughs> I think I actually, on my TikTok, I had uploaded you doing that before we went up to Big Baldy. Oh, we went to um, the omelet place. No. No, Benediction. Benediction. It's the Benediction. In Fresno. Eggs Benedict place. It's Eggs Benedict place. It's called Benediction. And it's pretty pretty legit. It's got a 90s 90s vibe. 90s vibe. 80s and 90s. 80s and 90s vibe. There's vinyl records all along the walls. This is a free shout out for them. Uh, Benediction in Fresno, California. And you guys are legit. Um, and thank you for that food for the hike to Big Baldy. And last on the list, I can't like it. Whenever I don't know what normal is in a new given situation for me. Let explain. me explain. Yeah. You go and try something new. Mm-hmm. And because you've never done it before. You don't know what normal is, what is okay. So you really can't gauge your sense of, I don't even want to say ethics, but in, in a few situations, ethics, you can't even really gauge it because you just don't know what, what, what's right. Mm-hmm. An example given is um, in my previous mar- marriage, me and the ex-wife, we went to Tahoe for our anniversary and we went to go to a spa date. I've never gotten a massage before. At that point? At this point, I've never gotten a massage. Okay. And I go into this place. It's in Tahoe. Oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> now I know what you mean by the normal thing. Yeah. Got it. So I go, and I've never gotten a massage before. So if you can you can kind of guess where I'm going with this. Because I've never gotten a massage before, I don't know the, the ins and outs right. of a massage. <laughs> Okay, do I get naked? So I'm asking questions, like just straight up naked. 
Like, are you not going to walk in and be like, "Are you? Why are you naked, sir?" You're like that uncle that just doesn't know what's going on ever. Well, no, I. But when I do learn the etiquette, I'm cool. But I just want to ask questions because this is you can't undo nakedness. If you're if you're naked and that you're supposed to be in boxers, you know that, that that's a line you crossed and you can't get that moment back. Okay, but you can be naked. All right, so I go and do the spa thing, and it smells like freaking apple cinnamon in that place and there's like wind chimes all around and sand sticks or forks or rakes i don't know it's a buddhist thing with the rakes and the sand yeah and you go into the place it's and, called a zen garden and everybody talks like this and uh good evening good, good afternoon mr diaz your masseuse is going to be in with you guys in a moment <laughs> don't feel any obligation to Get naked. They didn't say get naked, but don't feel any obligation to get naked. You strip down to your comfort level and we'll go from there. Oh, my goodness. And I don't want to be a noob and keep my boxers on. And it's a couple's massage. So if it's a female that comes, you know, my wife is right next to me. We're right. here. We're vibing. We're trying to release some toxins with the deep tissue. Mm-hmm. And it's a safe environment. I mean, we weren't holding hands or nothing, but we were about to get did up. Yeah, you were in the same room. So I was in the nude. Okay. I was in the nude. Straight cheeks. (laughs) And you put the towel on, the the whatever it is you get under the blankets or the sheet, (laughs) and you're cool. The masseuse come in. One's a dude. One's a female. To me, it didn't matter if the dude was on my wife. Okay. It didn't matter if the girl was on me. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't have bothered me, but I feel like their comfort level, because after the massage, she was like, I even told her, she says, I wish I had the dude on me because they're stronger and she has some deep kinks. Okay. And, but they probably thought like comfort level, you know, what's proper. And the dude went with me and the girl went with her mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there. I was like, okay, whatever. And you get the vibes. You catch a whiff, a drift, not a whiff. You catch the, the vibe that in the the little interaction I had, well, let's just call him Javier. You know, he's about as straight as a circle, okay? And if you don't know, circles aren't straight. They're perfectly round. Right. Okay, you catch my drift? Yes. All right. So, Javier, you know... Sounds like it, kind of acts like it. If it looks like a duck, acts like a duck, walks like a duck, it's probably a duck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. No big deal. I'm getting. I'm there to get a massage. You got elbows and some weight on you. All I care about is your elbows and the, the owie spots. That's it. In my butt cheeks, the sciatic nerve or whatever it is, dig your elbow in there. Put a knee in there. I don't care. Stand on my back. <laughs> I don't care. If you said... I was, I'm so new to this. If he said it's time to do jumping jacks, I'd be like, okay, cool. Let's do some jumping jacks. I don't even know what's going on right now. Okay. So I'm laying there and I don't know what's right or not. And he's moving my legs around. He's moving my knees around. He's moving my arms around. And I'm not going to get into crazy detail, but that sheet kept slipping off. The sheet kept slipping off. And I'm laying there. I'm just like, this just must be part of the massage. And it was just. <laughs> oh, my God. At one point, at one point, I could feel his breath on my shoulder. <laughs> but he was also pressing down in another spot. And I'm just like, this is my first massage. Maybe this is just how it is. And I don't want to be. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a team player. Okay, I'm a team player. You're not, this to, is, you're not trying to disturb your wife who's having a nice relaxing time. Yes, and it's, if this is normal, yes. then it's normal to me. But if it's weird, then it's very weird. But oh, if this boy. is your normal, yeah. this will be my normal too, bro. We're in this together, all right? <laughs> if this is you doing 100%, then you're going to get a good tip after this. Okay? <laughs> Dork. So, oh. I don't ask questions, all right? She came off a few times. He breathed on my shoulder. (laughs) I'm reliving it right now. And I don't find out till you know, a year and a half later when I go to another masseuse who, that's another experience that I might talk about in episode eight. 
And she goes, no, honey. Um, that sheet came off on purpose, for lack of better words. And uh, I know that was a long, I can't like it. But but you can't like it. I can't like it. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> that segment, I can't like it. We don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that I don't like. As you, you know from the other episode, I think it's episode three with the pet peeves. Um, pet peeves for me are just stuff that I can't like. So that segment is just, I can like it. I can't like it. I'm, I am speaking to the future that I can't like it is going to be some sort of slogan later. T-shirt. T-shirt. Something. Not yet, though. A mug. We're not there yet. We're but not I'm there speaking yet. that into existence. I can't like it. I can't like it. <laughs> so we're going to transition into the next uh, segment, and that's uh, Deal Breakers. <laughs> All right. And uh, Noemi's going to take this one away. The last, the last episode, you told me, you gave me scenarios of yeah. whether it would be a deal breaker or not. And then you presented me with some. So I wrote some down. I have three for you. This is going to be interesting because, like you said on the last one, it takes a lot. Uh, based off of that word story, it takes a lot, takes a lot. to veer this guy away. I'm a, a benefit of the doubt. B-O-T-D. Okay. Okay. That's, so are you that's ready? me. You ready for the first one? All right. Okay. You can give visual references because last week we brought up Mark Ruffalo. Right. And, um, um, I don't think I want to. Oh, you just we'll want to. Okay. We'll let's, see. let's do this. We'll let's do this. Okay. You're on a first date with a beautiful girl. Okay. And you're at a restaurant. All right. Okay. And she keeps taking pictures of all the food that you guys get. Okay. Okay. Keeps taking pictures of it. Every angle. And just when you think she's done taking pictures. She grabs her purse, pulls out a selfie stick, puts her phone on the selfie stick, (laughs) and then puts it on top of the food to get the best angle of the food from above. Go. I have questions. Okay. Um, is this part of her job? And does she have 100,000 no. followers on TikTok? No, she's, got, TikTok about, she's got about 300 um, Instagram followers. And you said she's beautiful? She's pretty. Yeah. Like she's, pretty pretty or I know how to put on makeup pretty? I know it's how to put different. on. She wears makeup yeah, sure. I know how to put on makeup pretty. Yeah. Does it does it matter? Depends. Because, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think I could do that one. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that one. I didn't think that was going to be a deal breaker for Hold you. on, because there's some girls, there's just, there's okay, it, does she do this okay, with every meal? Okay, she does this. She, does she do this with every meal? <laughs> That's, that's your selfie stick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Okay. Does she do this every meal? Yes. Ever. Most. Most, most meals. meals when yeah. we go out. Most, most meals, yeah. And other than... This other is, no, no, no. Actually, you, you haven't got that far. You, you can't know that part because this is your first ep- your first episode. This is your first okay, okay. date. If this is the only thing and we have normal conversations after that, after she's done taking pictures of her food, <laughs> we're talking about Lord of the Rings and stuff. About okay. the Matrix, yeah. right? Uh-huh. If it's normal after that, cool. I, I'm not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. No. That's honestly not surprising to me. All right, go. What's the okay. next one? What, what else you got? Deal breaker number two. Get it. Deal breaker number two. Okay. Same girl. Same girl. The night's over. Her name's Alicia. Alicia? In my brain, yeah. Okay. No, she's about 5'2". She wears uh, like, like tight-fitting like tight fitting jeans, but with heels, but makes it look good. That's how she looks like in my you head right now. You just described my, my ex-coworker, and her name is Alicia, too. You remember, I I feel like I've mentioned her to you before. Anyways. Anyways. Funny. Okay, deal breaker number two. Get it. Date's over. Date's over. Took pictures of everything, even the dessert with her selfie stick. Okay. 
before you get home. And she, you, she's already been dropped off. Okay, you dropped her off. Okay. You're a gentleman. Walked her to, gentleman. Her, to her door. There's a nice hug at the end. Okay. N- not awkward at all. Whatever. All right. It's neutral. Okay. And then before you get home, you just hear your phone buzzing like someone's calling you. Okay. But no one's calling you. You're getting texts from her over and over again before you even get home. You only live about 10 minutes away from her. Okay. And they're just like, I had such a great time. I can't wait to do it again. You're amazing. You have beautiful eyes. Deal breaker. I wonder if our kids will have your eyes. Deal breaker already. Deal breaker. Mm -mm. You can't like it? About 50 texts. I got to breathe. Yeah. I need to decompress. Okay. I need to, to, you know, I need the time to process. And uh, I assume that if it, okay, you know what? If it was on the first date, I assume with infatuation and all that newness stuff, uh-huh. both of us are probably, but I'm so grumpy now that I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. You didn't hear you didn't hear all the texts that it was, though. You, you already had... Okay, go ahead. But it was already deal-breaking. You said 50 deal. texts and I live 10 minutes away? Yeah. You know? Well, that's an exaggeration. It's it's more than 10. And she says, I could, I could see us being together forever. I could see my kids... I could see myself having kids with you. It's a deal-breaker. Deal-breaker. Yeah. Okay. Too much? Way too much. Too much. Yeah. Got it. All right. I'm almost, you heard it, ladies. I feel like I'm getting into Don't hibernation mode as a bear. I'm get, I'm leaning in there. Okay, and so. I had to I had to pull some extreme deal breakers because I know that you don't get faced easily yeah. based off of the bird story. But I, I feel like yeah, that first one was cool. And the second one has to do with me being able to decompress. <clears throat> I can't do that. That's a big thing for me. So yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. I probably still talk to her for about two months and then. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I can't. All right, number I three. I can't like it. I can't like it. Okay, number three. so number three, at the date. Same girl? No, different it's gotta one. got to be different because it's this already a deal breaker. Two months passed. All right. You're ready to date again All right. after crazy girl. Okay, cool. Okay, another pretty girl, obviously. Right. You know, your your type basically okay, cool. you're you're taking her on a date so obviously it's your type you think she's beautiful. beautiful you think you know she has a good personality whatever okay made it to first round of a date but first round of a date for first round of like relationship wise you're on the first date oh okay that's what i called the date the first round oh, i think my first place like we're making out no no, like, no, okay. no 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 all right i'm just saying she she made she made it past just phone calls and texts okay cool we're on the, we're you're on, on you're on a date Okay. Okay. But, okay, she's beautiful. Okay. Great conversation. But she's constantly on her phone. Constantly looking down. She's talking to you, and then she's like, oh, wait. And she's texting somebody. That was deal breaker. Deal breaker? Yeah, that's not even funny. Yeah. These aren't supposed to, this one's, I mean, it's not supposed to be funny. It's just whether it's a deal breaker or not. Well, what ends up happening with with your phone? See, we have a lot of tools that we can use to ground ourselves, but just like anything else, your your phone can be an addiction. And the problem that we have now is that most of us, we have relationships with our phone. Mm -hmm. We are swayed. Our emotions are swayed based on the information that we process on our phone. Mm -hmm. Don't believe me? If a stock goes up or down, we're... Uh, either happy or mad. If we get a good text message, we're either happy or mad. We read the news, we're either happy or mad. Our emotions get swayed by the device in our pocket. And more times than not, the relationship that you develop with somebody else is something through a screen. So you develop the relationship with your phone in your pocket and not with the person. And if you do that and you go from person to person, you're communicating with that same device that let you down before. So subconsciously, your brain says this didn't work before, even though nothing bad has happened yet. So everything that is negative that happened before on your phone, you're receiving that in the newness of a new relationship or new information, but you're already dissecting it and receiving the bad, the good information or just information that's bad already. You misconstrue the, the phone calls. You misconstrue the texts. And I don't know why I said all this, but... People need to start looking up 
get your head out of your damn phone, get your kids' faces out of the damn tablets, and start interacting. Buy some marbles. Play solitaire. And, yeah. So, let's get back to the funny portion of this. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to unlock all of that. Yeah. I just that's knew, a, I, that one, I knew for a fact. I should have put a little note on there because I just love when I'm right. Yeah, that's I a, knew that one for sure. I wasn't sure about the other two, um, but the last one I knew for sure was going to be a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a no, no, Even no, no. She bueno. looks like Gal Gadot. She can make a million year look like Gal Gadot, and it doesn't matter to me. Hmm. If you're not present, you're not you're not present. Dang. And more times than not, when your face is in your phone, uh, you're consistently trying to ground yourself so you don't know how to handle your own emotions <clears throat> you don't know how to ground yourself without the the um, the the crutch of technology mm. or a stimulus and an addiction to the phone is same to, as addiction to marijuana to me addiction to the phone is the same as addiction to alcohol addiction to drugs it's the same thing because it's an escape it's an escape and you're trying to um, escape reality ground yourself numb everything it's it crazy. Is, it is very annoying when you're trying to talk to somebody and they, they're they just like, they don't even look at you in the eye. And it's almost, it's hard for them. And I can, I can, um, I've had interactions with people who are addicted to their phones. Like you could tell they're just always on their phone. It's uncomfortable for them to make eye contact. To make eye contact. It's not, it doesn't come naturally. It doesn't, it's not normal. Or to not know weird. where their phone is. feels weird. See, see, the thing is, and I say this, I'm not saying this as, as a, from a perspective that I, I don't struggle from moments of, you know, being on my phone, but I do recognize them. We're all and, on our phones. And, but. but I do recognize them. And I say, okay, it's time to go fishing. It's time to, to just go do something. Go to the gym. Stay off your phone. Just, just don't, don't do any of that. And you just got to kind of be proactive about it because just like, Anything else that can be a good tool that you can utilize for grounding yourself, the phone, the phone, your phone can be good, especially for like, I remember there's times when I have a panic attack and I go on Spotify, listen to some, some scores, specifically the transformer scores just to ground myself. And it is what it is where you get your phone or you make a phone call if you're having a panic attack and you can talk to somebody, I talk to my therapist, but if you're constantly just passing the time, passing the time, passing the time, passing the time, we're, we're not learning anything new. And the thing with our phone is that your, your, your five senses, their, their communication to your brain to process their communication to your brain to process and whenever you're looking at your phone, you're consistently pr- trying to process information, new information, old information, just information. So when we go to sleep looking at our phone, our brain never really even rests because we're trying to process the information that we just saw. Mm-hmm. And you wake up tired even if you had nine, ten hours of sleep. It's crazy. It's yeah. And the thing is, we know this. We know this, but, but we do it anyway. We do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And... It kind of blows my mind. But with that, yeah. that, that wasn't part of the, the, the episode, but I felt passionate about it. And more times than not, when I don't stutter, I know I'm onto something. So there's that. With that, we're going to get into... Verse of the day! <laughs> we'll never not be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this one, uh, Noemi's going to give. I picked it, but she's going to read it. Oh, yeah. It we is re- fairly... Fairly simple, but there's there's something I want to like point out on this scripture. So okay. take it away, Noemi. So it is from Psalms 106, one, 106 verse 1. It says, Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. Okay, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Yes. And... And in the beginning it says, "Praise the Lord." Praise the Lord. Give thanks to Give thanks the, Lord, the Lord, for He is good, and for His, he love, is good endures and his love endures forever. So, at this point, uh, in in the Psalms, or just like any of the men in the Bible, when they're giving God praise and saying that His love endures forever, they've seen some stuff. They've seen some ugly, right? Up to this point, they've seen mm-hmm. some some ugly. 
And this isn't to be taken lightly. This this isn't. I read this scripture, and you might hear a scripture like this when when you're trying to just be on that one side of the pendulum of positivity, and you say this, and you know, don't fret, young child, but his love endures forever. But what about what about from a different angle from from David who who has blood in his hands by the grace of God, mm-hmm. you know, killing Goliath, his blood in his hands, mm-hmm. the power of God, mm-hmm. and has seen some stuff, has been through some stuff, has seen the ugliness of of the people in the world, and still has the nerve to say his love endureth forever, his love endureth forever, and. You tell this to to children, you tell this to kids, and when I read it, and I'm 34 years old, you read this when you're 16, it's almost like this this promise, and you know, it's good, and God is good, and it's love endures forever. When you read it when you're 34, in your mid-30s, you read it, and I'm at a point where you've gone through some stuff, and you're at a point where you begin a Psalms a new chapter in your life. And the first thing David does, it says, give praise to the Lord or praise the Lord. It's the first thing he does in the scripture and the, the new, the new Psalms, Mm -hmm. the new, new chapter. And it's not out of desperation, but you come to a certain, you know, point in your life where, You've tried different things. You've done different things. Mm-hmm. You've depended on different things. Mm-hmm. And no matter which way you look at it, your best, your best, um, the best you that gives you the best outlook in life is when you keep your faith in God. And when you're praising him and giving thanks to him because he is good and his love endureth always. So David came says this at a point where God has came through for him multiple times, but David still deal, dealt with real deals, like real life ordeals. The dude was emotional. He was really emotional. Yeah. Uh, he was an adulterer. Um, he went through depression. At one point, in some translations, you translate that he was suicidal. Mm-hmm. He was suicidal in the scripture. And... We read all these psalms and they're beautiful. Yeah. And a lot of worship songs are based off of this. And when he says, give praise to the Lord and thanks to the Lord, he's good and his love endures forever. It feels for me, maybe at this particular point in my life, that it comes from a deeper place saying that, Lord, you're all I have left. You're all I have left that I can depend upon because I've depended upon you and you've came through in the past and nothing has come through, um, it, you know, to help me for my spiritual benefit up to this point in my life. So though you are good and you endure forever. Your love has always endured, whether I turn my back on you or not. And praise the Lord and give thanks for that. Because praise the Lord and give thanks because despite me messing up and turning my back and wronging people and having a resentful heart or sinning, his love endureth forever. And I don't know. I, I don't know if that has to do. What do you think? Is, is that is that just because of my perspective in life or what do you no, think? I think the beauty of um, the Bible is that. um we can all have our different takes and every time you read it, you can get something different out of it. Yeah. And, um, the Bible, which I, I think I never understood. There's a song that I knew when I was a little girl. Um, and it's called love letter. Mm. And it says, um, it says it's a love letter from you for, from God to me. The Bible is a love letter from God to me. Um, and the Bible is God is God in words, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, um, it can it can mean anything to anybody, depending on because we all go through different stuff. You've been through your stuff. I've been through mine. Every single person lives their own individual life. They don't live their own individual struggles. So this can mean 
thousands of things to yeah. thousands of different people. It can be particular to the person yeah. and the situation. And yeah. yeah. And under uh, the context of just this verse, it doesn't say praise the Lord because your life is perfect or mm. give thanks to the Lord because nothing is going on that's wrong right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it just says praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Um, it has. It doesn't say anything about give thanks to the Lord because you're in a good mood and uh, praise the Lord because you're happy today. It just says praise him. And it it it's one of those things where if you are going through something and you read this and it might be hard to swallow, like yeah. how can I be thankful? How can I praise? Once you've been through the bad stuff and then came full circle and God has got you through it, you fully understand those words. Yeah. You got to keep doing it because even in those dark times, his love is still there. His love mm. endures forever, whether it's a good moment, bad moment, a good year, bad year. It's his love is still there. Yeah. It's, it's everything's in the process and yeah. in the process for his plan. Yeah. For his plan to come into fruition. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because I don't know if I got off topic. No, no, that's, no, that's fine. So that's me. fine. So when I when I read this, and I don't know if it's true to the particular situation in the scripture in the Psalms, okay, but for whatever reason in this moment right now, this is this is my truth to the scripture that I read. Um, my perspective truth, and that is the the scriptures written and me reading it is almost like reminding reminding myself it's almost like the author was reminding himself because everyone goes through those mental battles no one's perfect this crap that we see on media and there's there's so many people that say that the the social media everything's fake and the stuff you see on tv is not real how many times are we going to go through that circle full circle and keep talking about the same things and just being stagnant and not really doing anything doing anything about it Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is almost a reminder saying, give thanks to the Lord and praise to the Lord for his good and his love endureth always because you're going to need to remind yourself from time to time because you're not always going to feel like it. And one of the things that you can do to, that you can practice that if your your life is all happy and dandy right now to still read this scripture and praise the Lord, give thanks to him for he is good and to praise him in the time where where there is no storm, there is no bad season or hard season, if you will, or trial or tribulation, if everything is going well. Praise Him. Practice your praise. Practice your worship. Practice your gratitude towards the Lord in the time when it is all going well. Because if you can't give thanks when everything is going well, if you can't give praise, if you don't, if you just let it slip, then what depth is your praise going to have when obstacles come your way, if you even choose to do it? When an obstacle comes your way and you couldn't even praise God when, when stuff was going well, how are you going to do it when, when, you know, stuff hits the fan? Right. And usually it, it, it ends up being when you're just down to nothing, when you're stripped of nothing. To when, if you practice this, this spiritual muscle, if you will, of giving thanks and praising God during the good times, when the storm comes, you're going to feel the gust of wind. You're going to be squinting because there's so much rain and the wind's pushing the rain and splattering on the ground. And you're trying to guard yourself from, from the wind and trying to see the path that you're going. But you're not deterred from the path because you know where your faith lies because you practiced it in the good season in the calm season and if you do that and you know the promise if you know what you're leaning towards and you know that God is sovereign and his lord endures forever if you see the storm if you see the storm a storm in 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 the on the horizon and you know it's something you need to go through you'll go through it Praise the Lord. Give him thanks. thanks the Lord for, for he, he is, is good, good and his love endureth always. Mm. Always. Yeah, forever. That's crazy. It's been here before we were on this earth. It'll be here 
when we're all gone. <clears throat> and it's just like God, it just is. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're waiting for. I, I don't know what we're waiting for. I don't know what certain individuals are waiting for. And when I say this is that I'm not going to be, I'm not going to hesitate to say that most people, most people are concerned about the comfort of their living situation, their, 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 their bubble, their Mm -hmm. bubble. Okay. And not wanting to reach outside the bubble because, you know, it might pop that bubble and, and, and move things around, get stirred up. So you, you, you get sheltered into the comfort of your bubble and you're saying, God, use me while I'm in this bubble underneath this rock from the safety of the storms that are outside. But God, use me. Doesn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense. We're, we're at a point in time where there's so many differences, so many differences around us, so many difference of opinion. And it's a bunch of adults giving bullcrap opinions for some self righteous validation that does nothing to improve the next generation army it does nothing so let's just say there's a 30 year old you know anti-vax pro-vax googling everything on an algorithm that fits your specific needs an algorithm on the internet that says hey how do we keep this person viewing oh show him things that they like and you validate your own opinion because of an algorithm that catches on to what you like. And then you have this argument, this opinion for whatever it is that you're trying to, to validate and you feel right. But there's no effort towards the kid. There's no effort towards uh, the kids, the next generation army. See, the, the misconception is that, that people think that it's the schools that, that are going to be the detriment for the next generation army. Maybe that might be a factor, but the sin of omission and then the indifference of good men is going to be the biggest factor in the detriment of the next generation army. If we don't step up, get off our butts and do something because there are just, there's just so much they're, they're teaching about, um, uh, gender, whatever. What is it? Neutrality. Gender neutrality in school. Cool. That's fine. Are you limiting tablet time? Are we, are the parks full and teaching these kids to be dependent on something else other than electronics? Are we teaching these kids? Everybody in California can't even make a living. So both parents are working. So the kids are going to school. The only time a parent has time to parent their kid is the two hours after they get home from work. And that's if they're not cleaning, doing laundry and cooking dinner. So who is parenting the kids? I don't care what school you send them to. Ain't nobody parenting them. Mm-hmm. We're, do, we're doing a good job, are we? Divorce goes up. Suicide goes up. Depression goes up. Chaos is apparent. And this isn't just somebody just, just um, blowing the whistle and saying, oh, all woe is me or, you know, the sky is falling. Because it isn't. It isn't. It isn't from my perspective because... I'm keeping my perspective just straight, doing my best to. I have anxiety. I have depression. I go through my stuff. I go through my personal issues. But I am seeking deeper and deeper what I can be used for. This might be a silly little podcast. It might be a silly little podcast. It might not be. It might be able to reach somebody that can make a difference. It might be able to reach a lot of people. I was reading up today that we probably can't get sponsorships because we mentioned the Bible. That's cool. We're not looking to get paid. I'm not trying to, to, to say, I, 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 like, look what I can, I'm doing. I don't have it figured out. But what I do know is that I will definitely give every effort I can to change just, just a couple, couples, perspectives in the next generation army to try to try to just lead them to, to make better decisions 
and not lead them astray for the world to bring them up. We have, quote unquote, freedom. That's fine. That's fine. We have freedom. We do. Freedom doesn't really mean anything if we're not doing anything with it. It doesn't. What we have the freedom to do is raise our kids correctly, with intention, without ugliness hovering over us. Sure, we got COVID. That's, that's so small compared to the, the psychological development of a, of, uh, of a child. It's not just COVID. It's your issues too as parents. It's your issues too as adults. Have you dealt with them? Have you gone to counseling? Have you gone through it? Have you figured out, can you articulate your emotions? Because if you can't, how the heck are your kids going to be able to? That's that. Our freedom is able, that we are able, we have the ability to raise our kids without this underlying pressure that, that you know, in some countries means death, oppression. We don't. Some people, some people feel that we're getting there. We'll do something about it now. Stop using your thumbs. And get some sweat under your brow. Um, you're getting eight hours of sleep. And get six hours of sleep. And make a difference. That's all we can do. You know, it's so simple. That dumb saying. Don't talk about it. Walk about it. And uh, and most likely, if this rubbed you the wrong way, you need to get off your butt. But, just saying. Okay. I went on a little rant right there. Sorry. That's cool. Anything you want to add to that? No. I kind of just get on my rants and just go, huh? <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing is that when I get on these little rants, <laughs> I'm not sitting here trying to be like self-righteous or anything. I don't have it figured out. I don't have it figured out. Nobody has it figured out. And I, I stay away from people that do try to seem like they have it figured out. Because no one has it figured out. No one does. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're just trying to figure it out. And, and life is this, this pendulum, this tension of opposites, and just trying to create a balance and... You know, having a lot of opinions, that's cool and all, but it kind of just, it's still lazy. You won't have time to be disgruntled or be hurt over somebody else's belief if you just, if you put your head down and grind through it and just keep seeking, you know, God and trying to better his kingdom. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? All you, all you can do is try. Who knows what you can do or what you might do that make a difference. But all you can do is try. And it is what it is. But with that, I'm done with that. Yeah. And do you want to say? No? No. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>